0: Welcome back to episode 8 of Your Last Resort Podcast with me, your host, Brandon Lejean. We're back to the, uh, solo dolo vibes. Dude, it's back to be, uh, g- it's good to be back. It's back to be good, dude. I'm, uh, got some coffee in me, listened to some Ski Master Slump God before I got on this mic, and I'm fucking ready to go, dude. You hear me? I'm fucking amped up, dude. I'm ready to fucking go. All right, that's enough fucks for the first minute of time. Uh... Yeah, dude. Um, I wish you guys could have seen me. That dude. That a hey, shout out, Kyle, Prophets, Phantoms, whatever his name is. Uh, that beat at the start so hard, dude. I was in here dancing to it like I could actually dance, and I don't look like a a goofy ass white boy dancing to it. But that's just hard. <sighs> There's our daily burp. Just drank some coffee, dude. Got my mucus. Shout out my mucus, dude. Ah. I wish I was so cool to be I wish I was cool enough to be a rapper. I wish I was that cool. Like when he says like shot on my slime, shot on my mucus. I saw this tweet where it was like it was like white people be like, That's my slime and he was like, nah, and we're that's Zachary. <laughs> Cause yeah, dude. Uh well, I just can't say anything without sounding like a like a fool, dude. Like a goofy ass motherfucker. Um but, yeah, dude, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed last week. I hope you guys can't hear my fucking dogs barking in the background, dude. I just want to go out there fucking strangle them. But uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Interesting conversation with Galen about comedy and all that. I apologize. I know the audio was kind of weird because we had to do it via, like, a phone call. And, uh, like, uh, my shit was obviously clear as fuck. But I was holding the phone right by the mic, and it did just it did not pick that up as well. So I tried to turn the volume up on me, like, the whole thing because it's one track but then, uh, it just made me so fucking loud, and him really, really quiet, um, I hope you had a good Mother's Day, especially those, uh, with the hot-ass mom, we really love your moms, especially when they're hot, Mm 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 that's my favorite part of Mother's Day, straight up, is everyone posts pictures of their moms, and, like, some moms are just, like, I think the funniest ones, though, are, like, the moms that are kind of hot, but, uh, they're, like, just made out of plastic. Those are funny, because you just kind of look at them, and you're like, haha, you can't, <laughs> you can't deal with the fact that you're getting old as shit, so you covered yourself in plastic. Congrats, Michael Jackson. Um, yeah, dude, it's, uh, it's been a good week. It's fucking Groundhog Day, dude. Just same old, same old. I'm telling you, dude, I wake up, I go to work. I come home, I play some video games, I watch some TV, and that's all I do with my life, dude. And I'm so ready for this quarantine to be over. Just so, so ready, dude. Um, I wish you, <laughs> I wish you guys could hear the... I'm going to tell you guys, so like um, back when we used to rap, like we would do vocal warm-ups, like kind of ironically, because it's like I, none of us were hitting high notes or anything. And uh, you guys ever seen Anchorman where he's like, oh my God, they're coming into the bag? They're gonna go one That was one of the vocal warm ups we did. We would just do the anchor man. We'd be like, ow, now, brown cow. Ow, ow, brown cow. Oh my god! coming into the back! He's gonna And I was doing that before this. And it makes me laugh. And it makes me miss the simpler times, dude, when I thought I was gonna be a rapper. And I was like, yo, dude, I'm gonna travel the world and I'm gonna be a rapper. And I mean, now I can still travel the world as a comedian, but. I don't know, you always hear it, comedians are like, every comedian wants to be a rapper, and every rapper thinks they're funny enough to be a comedian, (laughs) and I, uh, that was a good one, dude, I give that a 7 out of 10 on that burp, um, yeah, dude, but I'll never get to be a rapper, but I can still maybe do cool stuff, kinda like a rapper, I don't fucking know, dude, um, dude, dudettes, ladies, my one non-binary listener, I love every one of you. Um, there's something I kinda want to talk about. It's not necessarily the funniest topic, but um I think it's good to talk about. It's something that uh I don't share with a lot of people, but I think uh, I think it's good for me to share it with people. One, because it's good to talk about and get it out there. And this platform is a little easier because I know I'm talking to a uh, you know, a group of people, but you're not I, I can't see you. I don't get that embarrassment or that uncomfortableness. And I hope that maybe when I share it. If, if you feel the same way, you feel comfortable enough to share it with me or you feel comfortable enough to share it with someone because it's important because it's horrible to let it down. I, uh, the last couple years of my life, I've really struggled with depression and not just like, uh, not, not all the time. Like I don't wake up every day. Like I hate my life. I don't need to be on like Zoloft or Molly or whatever the fuck I got to be on to cheer myself up. But, uh, I just, uh, I think like when I went to Kentucky, is when I first started to feel it and it kind of sucked dude because it ruined my first semester because I had all these like good friends out there who always wanted to kick it always wanted to go out and I would just stay in and I wouldn't go out and like I really felt bad because I because I because I they I could tell that they felt like oh I don't want to hang out with them which made it worse but it wasn't even that I just I felt so shitty that I uh that I, that, you know what I mean, that I didn't want to go out, I didn't want to do anything, and I kind of let it ruin one of my semesters in college, which was really a bummer, and uh, it, it, it it bothers me ever since, but I kind of got it under control, something that I did was I downloaded this app, uh, Melissa Villasenor, a comedian, talked about it, it's called Affirmations, and so every day it just sends one positive thing, like uh, last night it said, it said, you are hardworking, and whatever you put your mind to that, you will succeed, just little things like that to cheer you up. And I, uh, I don't look at them every day because I've, I I have, uh, it's gotten to the point where I have a lot of good days, but I keep them for the bad days. Makes me cheer up a little. Um, I also, I also, if like that doesn't work and I start to feel it, I just kind of bully myself in my head. I'm like, do you little bitch? You're not sad. Cheer the fuck up. Cheer the fuck up. Pussy, 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 pussy. And normally that helps me. That's probably not healthy, dude. The therapist is listening, they're like, you should not do that. You are going to snap one day. Well, you know, dude, I'm not fucking perfect. But uh, yeah, dude. And I think with like, and it's, and I don't know, for me, it's been kind of bad lately. Like I've been really struggling with it. And I think that uh, a big part is that like, I don't have stand up in my life. So I have, I feel like I have this identity crisis because obviously, dude, I'm, I've graduated college. I turned 23 in two months. I live at home with my parents. I don't pay rent. I am a dishwasher at a, at a at a restaurant, and I make salads. Like, it, on paper, it's a pretty sad fucking life, dude. But, uh, I mean, I'm just in, like, a transitioning process. And, like, I was looking for a full-time job, and then the coronavirus hit. And I can't do stand-up because of coronavirus. But I think that's what's the hardest, is not doing stand-up. It's not that I, like, need the approval and laughter. But going out, and when I have good sets, and I get booked on stuff, and I make friends, and I, and I move up in the comedy world... That, like, sense of satisfaction, like, it gives me, like, a purpose in life, you know? I no longer feel like I'm just waiting around for the day to end. So, uh, I know that none of that was funny, and I'm sorry, but, uh, it it, it felt good to share. it. It's not something I, uh, I share with a lot of people, and I feel, uh, a lot better, and I hope that it helped you, and and if you're feeling the same way, that you can talk to me, you can talk to anyone, uh, yeah, man, let's... (laughs) Let's get less depressing, but, uh, thank you guys for letting me talk about that. I'm, uh, dude, I'm too into shoes now. Like, I'm so addicted to shoes. I, uh, I bought, a pair arrives today, and yesterday I was feeling sad, and I bought another pair, because they were on sale. I mean, they're pretty sick. I got some Nike Air Foam posits, and they match, like, my comedy jacket perfect, which I wear all the time when I do stand-up, so, like, I'll be able to get use out of them. But, uh, yeah, I got a little bit of an addiction. Um, (laughs) Someone asked me the other day, they were like, hey, man, how did, like, what got you so into shoes? And if you guys want to know, I, it was, I was bullied, I straight up, uh, my boy Cam Petty, shout out Cam Petty, uh, Huntsville's finest, uh, I hope he's from Huntsville, he's gonna be so mad if I'm not from Alabama, dude, and, uh. We went to school together and bro if you know me like uh, like seventh and eighth grade I had one pair of Nikes I wore it the whole year during high school I wore like the same pair of converse black converse Black converse were all I had bro I rocked black converse till they fell off the fucking seams and then you know what I did I bought another pair of black converse and I uh, <laughs> I wore. The black Converse to Murray, like burning them into the ground, dude. And this guy used to just, Cam just used to be like, bro, those are nasty ass shoes. Dude, get some new shoes. And then I had to buy waterproof shoes because, you know, it rains there all the time. And I bought some like $40 pairs from uh, Walmart. Real school shooter boots, dude. Like They look like, you know who they belong to? The white kid who wears like the baggy oversized faded blue jeans with the camo pullover hoodie that he bought from the Walmart from <laughs> the Walmart down the street that's also their fucking mall and then yeah dude I literally looked like I snored the n-word like it just it, it was a bad look and he was like he would bully the shit out of me he was like I would say something he'd be like at least I don't got those school shooter boots on and he bullied the fuck out of me to the point that like I got I, I came home after that rain season and it was December and I got home and I was like mom here's a pair of waterproof boots buy me these for Christmas I can't go back to Murray with these shoes I can't take it anymore and so straight up I was like I gotta get new shoes and so she bought me new shoes and then I bought myself a pair of black Vans and I'd never owned a pair of those and like when I bought them and I pulled them out of the box so sleek looking dude like the first time you see a naked chick like like this I don't know what this is but this looks right like when you're like eight years old and like you know your mom or dad leaves leaves stars on too late or hbo and it turns from like trolls world tour to like to like one girl five neighbors just getting bukkake and you're like i don't know what's going on here but i like this <laughs> um dude that shit is like how i felt when i bought these shoes and then dude it just started the addiction dude i got let's see I got a, a pair of Air Jordan 1 Bloodlines. I got these Converse high tops called Love Converse where it says love on the side. They're dope. Shout out my boy Daniel. He had them in Korea. I went online and bought them. I got a pair of white vans. Damn, Daniel. Uh, I got some creamsicle vans. A pair of red retro vans with their old Retro V logo. Uh, the Nike uh, Vapor Max. Uh, the lime green and pink bottoms. I got the black vans. Some gray Converse. I got those waterproof vans. Those are sick, dude. Those work in the fucking snow. 75 bucks, waterproof vans, fresh as fuck. And yeah, dude, so shout out Cam for bullying me into my shoe addiction where I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to spend all my money, dude. So many shoes and like the list of ones I want just keep growing. Like, <laughs> like, you, like I think like, like I buy a pair and I'm like, okay, I'm good. I'm done. I don't need another pair. And then next thing I know... I'm bored and I'm shopping for shoes and I find another pair. I have like a portfolio on StockX where you can add them and and I checked it today cuz the price is varying and you can get them for cheaper and like if I wanted to buy my whole portfolio right now it'd cost me like 3 grand, which is so much money, dude. <laughs> um yeah, dude. So I'm addicted to shoes. Um you guys, uh, I was thinking about this last night. I work, obviously, at a restaurant. And, you know, when, okay, so you make pizzas, you put them in the box, and then they put one of those mini pizza tables on top of the pizza to prevent, I, I think it prevents, like, the box collapsing on it. I don't fucking know. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know why they do that, but it, but it's cool. And me and my sisters would fight over that pizza, the, the pizza table, and... Because uh, I'm my mom's favorite. She ain't gotta admit it, but my sisters will listen and my mom will listen and when they hear this part, like yeah. He's the favorite, so I would get the pizza table a lot. But obviously, I can't get it every time, so we'd fight for that shit. Like it'd be kind of like a that. Oh, oh we got mom. My, my mom would be like, "We got pizza tonight," and then immediately you'd have to be like, "I want, I want the mini pizza. I want the mini pizza. I don't even know what I do with them, dude. I probably had like a. I do. I bet if I really cleaned out my closet in my room, I would just find one thousand pizza top tables like in my closet, just hoarded on some. Gollum Smeagol shit Just like my precious My precious pizza table Shut out the windscreen I just spit like a motherfucker right there Mm. Gotta drink some water Hold up, time for a water break Wouldn't that be cool I wish I had ads on the podcast Cause then I'd be making money I do this shit for free, you know why? Cause I fucking love you guys Also, I enjoy talking to myself, to anyone. I just like to hear myself talk. Why'd you get in this up Because everyone has to shut the fuck up and listen to me talk, dude. All of this is egotistical. I don't give a fuck about making you laugh. I don't give a fuck about anyone else. All I care about is talking, dude, because I want to hear myself. You heard it here first, dude. Fuck you. (sighs) See, dude, I can't drink coffee. It gets me too amped. Like, I would just love to put my head through the drywall that connects me and my sister's room just burst through it and be like, "Here's Johnny," just for the laugh, dude. It would f- <laughs> it would fucking hurt though. Imagine just slamming my head into a stud. I feel like I was talking about something, "Dude, pizza tables." So it got to the point where like me and my sisters would fight over these pizza tables so bad that my mom would call the place She'd be like "Hi, can I get a large pizza, uh pepperoni only, and uh could you put three of those mini pizza tables in there for my children?" And dude, sometimes they would do it, but like now that I mean I don't work pizzas, but like, imagine getting an order. <laughs> Cause I take orders sometimes. Can we get three mini pizza tables? Uh, I don't like what the, they they are. You can't even put a slice of pizza on them. You could barely put a pepperoni on them. They're so fucking small. But dude, I I wanted them. It was like an alpha territory thing. I would have pissed on that pizza like a fucking dog to have that as mine. I do say the F word a lot, but dude, isn't it beautiful? I think I beautifully use the F word. Like, my sister, Cameron, she's not good at cussing. She'll be like, she'll be like, like, you know how you'd be like, hand me the fucking water, bitch. She'll be like, bitch, water, fucking hand me it. Like, (laughs) she says it like a Spanish sentence. She says it like the noun and the the shit. She says it backwards. Um, Yeah, dude, she doesn't do it right. but, But me, dude, it's like a... What did what did someone t- Dio shout out? Dio, um, he was like he was like you have just a way with cuss words. I like to consider myself the Shakespeare of profanity, dude. Like you know when you hear a Shakespeare sentence and he says all this weird shit, but it just flows, dude. That's how I am with profanity. Like you're like I never knew that I needed the fucking pizza, but it's better than the pizza, dude. That wasn't funny. I failed you guys. I'm a fucking loser, dude. <laughs> Oh, <sighs> dude, what else has been going on in life? I don't even know. I'm just so, so bored. Can anyone get me a job when this is over? Like a nine to five? Can I be your office funny guy? Wouldn't your office be better if you had me in it? If you're listening right now and you're like, I hate my office people, dude, hit me up. Because I would make your office better. And you know it, dude. You fucking know it. You know that I would make that shit better. Um, I put out a stand-up clip. My Asian bathroom joke did not do as well as the Red Lives Matter. Not even close. Um, The Red Lives Matter joke is one of my favorite jokes I've ever written. It was like one of the first jokes that I had people come up after a set and be like, yo, dude, that joke, sick. Great job. Like, because it's clever. And it's pretty much based off a true story. Like, when you pull into my neighborhood, it's not as many flags as I said, maybe. But there is. Right when you hit the corner, dude, this guy, he straight up has... Uh, it goes American flag, Blue Lives Matter flag, Red Lives Matter flag. Then his garage opens up and inside you see a Trump 2020 flag, a Confederate flag, and a Don't Tread on Me flag. Dude, too many fucking flags, dude. Is that Maybe that's his thing. Maybe he's the flag guy, which would be funny because um, I'm going to be honest, if you own that many flags, I'm just going to assume you're gay. There's nothing wrong with being gay. Not at all. But like, I don't know. Seems kind of flamboyant to own a bunch of flags. Hmm probably can't say that, but it is what it it is, what it is, that's my new saying, I go through these, like, phases, where I have sayings, and, uh, it is what it is, is my current saying, um, but anyway, yeah, dude, lots of flags, weird guy, never spoke to him, don't want to, hopefully never have to, um, ah, dude, I can't believe I forgot to talk about this, oh, well, it was a good segue, so I put out the Asian bathroom joke, it, uh, I mean, it's, it's hard to compare it to the Red Lives Matter because straight up the Red Lives Matter got like 5,000 views. <coughs> I almost just threw up. That was not a burp. That was almost throw up in my mouth. It was disgusting. <laughs> um, the Red Lives Matter got 5,000 views on Twitter, over 1,000 on Instagram. I think the problem was with this one, it, it, it didn't do bad on Twitter. It got like 300, 400 views. It got like five retweets, like ten favorites. It's not anything crazy. It's not like the craziest good joke. I, pr- I probably should have kept that one. Um, I'll probably go back and delete it, and you guys will never know. But um, it uh, the the problem with it on Instagram is is it the Red Lives Matter? I like clipped it perfectly to where it was a minute long, so it didn't have to become an Instagram TV. Now this one's only a minute twenty seven, so I feel like when you see the Instagram TV, you're like, oh, it's only a minute. He should they I should watch it. But the problem becomes, dude, is that I fucking, um, you have to click on the Instagram TV. And like so many times I've seen Instagram TV and it will interest me. And then it goes like, continue watching on Instagram TV. And I'm like, fuck you. Even if there's like 30 seconds left, I'm like, don't care anymore. I probably saw the good part. So that didn't help. I need to think of that next time I post one, make sure that they, 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 they uh, whoa, 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 that they fit. Um, but dude. I think when I posted that, I became a real-ass comedian. I told that to the He's said like, you got paid finally? And I was like, well, don't fucking burst my bubble like that. No, but here's what happened. I offended someone. And dude, that's what comedy about is offending someone. I pissed someone off so bad that they messaged my girlfriend about the joke. Now, if you don't, if you haven't listened to the joke, pause that shit and look it up right now so you can go along with it at Brandon LeJean underscore on Instagram, at Brandon LeJean on Twitter. Um, it's in the bio, all that shit, but listen to it. It's not really an offensive joke. It's a joke about going to the bathroom in Korea and getting hit on by a dude. Now at the very end, I said, I won't say the punchline, but then I was like, I was probably asking for it. I was probably wearing something provocative. And this girl messages my girlfriend, and she goes, Hey, your boyfriend is super funny, and I love this clip. Super hilarious joke. Right away, I knew I was getting insulted, because people don't compliment you for no reason. They never do. They uh, Very rarely do people like, Hey, man, great joke, and that's it. Like I pre- But when it gets long and preachy like that, you know there's a fucking butt coming. And she goes, But. At the end, he says that he was wearing something provocative and he was asking for it. You can't say that and he needs to not say that. And he can't say that because it's a trigger phrase and he doesn't know who he'll trigger and who he'll hurt. Fuck you. Fuck you, dude, because here's the part you're and here's the best part. Of course, it's a white girl. And I'm not saying that it. she might have been a victim of sexual assault and that's horrible. But if you will all shut the fuck up and listen for a second and not be self-involved like she is, you'll realize I'm on her side. So here's the stupid fucking part is she sits here and she becomes a social justice warrior and has to make this about herself and how it's a trigger phrase and how I can't joke about it. So here's what I'm saying. If you can't joke about it then we can't talk about it because i'm not making fun of the people then it can then it can never be spoken on what do you mean i can't joke on it i'm creating light of a situation but here's the thing i'm not taking the side of any rapist or anything like that the joke i say i was probably wearing something provocative i was asking for it so when you listen to the joke i'm making fun of the idea that wearing something provocative means you were like that that idea where it's like well she was wearing something skimpy she wanted to be fucked is, is a stupid mindset that shouldn't be allowed and that's what I'm making fun of is that like I'm saying oh it's okay that I was uh, uh, sexually assaulted by this Asian man in the bathroom because I was asking for it I'm making fun of that that people try and use that in court and defend it but you want to sit here and crawl so far up your own ass that you become a self made human fucking centipede that you want to take this and be like, oh, look at me, poor me, I'm standing up for the little guy. Dude, crawl out your own ass for five fucking seconds and realize I'm on your side, dude. Fuck you. And and here's the best part, dude. Shout out Erica fucking Klein, my girlfriend. I've said fuck so many times in this part. I know my mom's skin is crawling off her like a suit, dude. And I don't care. Because shout out Erica, because... Uh, she shows me it and is hysterically laughing. She's not like, oh, no, delete it. She's not being some bitch-ass motherfucker. She sits here and is like, yo, look at what she sent me laughing. And I go, what are you going to say? And she goes, I'm not fucking replying. And at that moment, I was like, oh, I love you. That's when I knew it was real, dude, because she laughed in this girl's face. And I'm not going to drop any names, anything like that. Uh, you have your own right to be offended by whatever you want. I'm not saying to sit here and tell me my comedy's great, that my comedy's not offensive, nothing like that. But before you try and come at me like I'm sitting here picking on the 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 underprivileged, or that's not even the word I'm looking for, dude. If you want to tell me that I'm picking on people, victims and stuff like that, go fuck yourself, okay? All right. Is everybody clear? Is everybody listening? Has everybody turned this off because they're afraid of me yelling into the microphone? I'm going to have to turn the audio to fucking negative 50 on this so that you guys don't bleed from your ears. (sighs) I'm sorry I got so upset. It's the mixture of coffee, dude. This is why I'll never do cocaine, dude. I'm on coffee. Like, the weakest stimulant, dude. If I was on cocaine right now... I don't know. Dude, I would I would have already put my head through the drywall to yell at my sister. I'd be like, you're fucking breathing too loud. Whew. All right. Whew. Okay, we're regrouped, guys. We're back to normal. Um, <laughs> I'm really excited because, A, I can see when you guys stop listening. It doesn't tell me, like, your name, but I can see when most people stop listening. This rant started at, at about, like, 19 minutes. I guarantee you by 22, the listeners, 1%. And it's anyway, no, everyone will, everyone's turning this shit off. Um, okay, so let's get to our uh, the would you rathers, dude. Um, first one, shout out Dio Renoso, two shouts outs for uh, Dio Renoso today. We've kind of let go of the shitting on Dio thing, it's kind of getting old. I hope you guys enjoyed the jingle. He's gonna be on the podcast soon. I just want to do it in person, I don't like the phone calls, the zoom calls. It's not the same dude. There's not the same energy of someone being in the room as you. So we're going to wait, but when it gets on, dude, it's going to be your favorite episode. Um, yeah. So here he came up with this. Would you rather, would you rather live in Antarctica for one year or have three summers of no vices? So that means no drinking, no cigarettes, no smoking, no drugs, nothing. So like whatever your thing is, if you're someone like, because cause the question I could be like, no drink, you're like, bro, I don't even drink. I used to do Molly and smoke all the time. No, none of that. You got to be sober, stone cold sober. You got to wake up every day and go to sleep every night looking yourself in the mirror and being your normal self for three summers. So you can, do. here's the thing. You can go to Vegas. You can go do all that, but you got to be sober. So I was thinking about this. And um, I mean, I feel like everyone if you're debating this question right now, you should be telling yourself dude, ugh, my man um, you should be telling yourself no vi- no vices for three summers because deep down, I hope that all of you are like, yeah, man, I can enjoy I can enjoy time without vices and stuff. And I think I can too. I don't think I need to drink to like, I love going, I don't drink when I go to football games or baseball games because I just enjoy like the adrenaline of being at the game. So I really think I could do it and I could be fine. I could learn to enjoy it. Cause then like my thing would become is, is when we go, like, cause you know, you always have the pre game dinner before you go out to get fucked up. Everyone would order, you know, like, Oh, I'm getting the chicken and I'm getting the fish. And I would order the filet mignon and we'd be like, you're such a baller, but, but I don't have to spend any money on drinks or anything. So I probably save more money, which means I probably buy more shoes, which isn't good, but I would save money and I uh, would, I, I could do it. I would do three years because dude, I didn't even discuss the part of Antarctica, but what is that to say, dude? You want to live on Antarctica? It gets, knit. you can't go out, dude, if you're struggling in this quarantine right now, you're just going into quarantine for a year because for, you know, for the sake of the argument, you can bring a small handful of people with you. You get a big ass compound on Antarctica, and you have like Wi-Fi and stuff. You're not just stuck in the middle of nowhere. But I still just, it would be horrible. Antarctica would not be fun, dude. I'm telling you, three summers without vices, and uh, that question will be hard though for someone who literally can't live without them. Um, that was a good one, dude. That was a good one. Okay. Um, next, would you rather? Would you rather? fight a duck-sized horse or a horse-sized duck so um and we're gonna pretend like they're both hungry for blood so the horse-sized duck is the duck-sized horse is big horses are big dude big ass animals and the duck could like kind ducks can fly yeah it could fly oh wow it could fly i didn't even think of that when i like wrote the question down so this thing's gonna fly at you this big ass thing and it's got some web feet and it could kick you it could be dang wow this makes the question so much harder because uh, okay so a horse if it was a bloodthirsty predator would be one of the scariest animals because it's so fast it's so big and so muscular like imagine you're like walking in the park and a giant horse starts chasing you down with its giant horse wiener and it just eats you alive while it's big horse wiener slapping you in the face um that shit would suck. So when I first wrote the question, I was like, "Yo, dude, a, a, a duck-sized horse, even though it's small, with those teeth and that speed, it would just chip away. There's nothing you could do. But dude, a duck-sized horse, like we're pretending it's hungry for blood, dude, that thing can fly at you. That I think I just created the like a pegasus, like a uh, what is it? Pegasus is a horse with wings. This is like a a poor man's Pegasus. I don't know what I would do, dude." This is a really hard question. Good job, Brandon. Or actually, the first time I heard this question was in high school from a guy named Jeremy Muehlhoff. So uh, I got to give it to him, not myself. But I remembered it. So you know what, dude? Half props to me for remembering it. Dude, I got to go. Fuck, man. This is a hard one. Okay. If you listen, text, tweet, or Instagram me what you would rather fight. Because I want to know. Because this is really hard. So I'm going to go with... uh... Dude, I'm going to go with the horse... The duck-sized horse. Just on the fact that it's small and I could maybe step on it or kick it. You know? Ducks are small. Ducks are really small. Yeah, I'm going to go with that one. All right. I'm taking on the, oh, the duck-sized horse. Some good would-you-rathers. Um, what have I been watching? All right, dude. I'm all over the map. I'm watching too many shows right now. So I'm watching... I'm dying up here on Showtime, but I haven't watched it in like a week. I started watching Seinfeld. And I'm in love with the show. I I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna finish this podcast and go watch Seinfeld before work. I uh, I watch Curb Your Enthusiasm with my mom. That show's awesome, dude. Because it, he he, okay, dude. If you have HBO, watch Curb Your Enthusiasm because it's Larry David does such a good job of putting his character in these uncomfortable situations. Sometimes it makes my mom so uncomfortable. She has to get up and watch from around the corner. Or sometimes she straight up leaves the room and has to come back and be told what happens. Because she gets that bad secondhand embarrassment. Yesterday, I like figured out what was going to happen before it happened. And it was like the worst possible case scenario. And I was hiding behind like a pillow. Or pillow. Pillow. As that shit happened. It's so good. And then, um, another really good show is I'm watching solar opposites. It's Justin Roland from Rick and Morty. He has his own show. I'm watching that with Erica on Hulu, eight episodes. Awesome. Not as good as Rick and Morty, dude, but don't compare the two. We don't compare Michelangelo, Michelangelo and Da Vinci. I don't, I don't even know if those are painters. I think one's an inventor, but you don't compare. It's like comparing Jordan and Kobe, bro. They're both great. Let them both be great. That show's awesome. And, uh, yeah, those are the four shows I'm watching. I think I watched a movie the other day that was good. I'm trying to remember what it was. Come on, Brandon. You did watch a movie the other day, and you liked it. Don't remember what it is? Guess you're not going to know. Music-wise, still listening to Ski Mask Dude. Listen to him to get pumped up before this podcast. Um, check out Sabrina. It's Sabrina in all caps. She's a friend. She was going to do the podcast, but you know, it's hard to see each other. She got busy, but check out her thing on uh, Spotify phantoms. Kyle produces two tracks on it. It's great. She's an awesome singer. Um, is there something else I've been listening to? I mean, you know, podcasts, check my music app, what I've been listening to. Yeah. Nothing. I have nothing downloaded. So I don't have anything like that to promote. Um, I told you what I watched. I still can't... Oh, I watched the Dave Chappelle Mark Twain Award. If you're a fan of comedy, you like Dave Chappelle. It's awesome, dude. Super great. Um, yeah, man. So, uh, wrapping wrapping up the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Um, we The first episode is actually one person away from listening to being at 100 views, which is awesome. That might be a little or a lot to you, but that still means 100 people took the time to listen to my project. Viewer numbers have been steady increasing. Last episode was kind of low, but think people don't care as much about two comedians talking about comedy and the audio was kind of shitty. So I get it. Um, I hope you guys listen to this episode. This episode meant a lot to me. Thank you guys so much for letting me talk about the depression part and all that. It made me feel a lot better. I hope that you guys can go talk to someone if it bothers you. Talk to me about it. Um, I hope you guys (laughs) enjoyed me yelling into the mic. I apologize. Got a little worked up, you know, anger issues, all that shit. But um, yeah, man, um, check out my stand-up clip on Instagram. I got two skits out on there, two, uh, two of those. Go check out my TikTok. I'm putting up stuff on there. I'm going to start doing it again. <laughs> Uh, me and Dio are writing a script for a YouTube TV show series. It's going to be three episodes. I think you guys are going to love that. We'll start filming when this lockdown kind of eases up. Oh. And, uh, of course, thank you guys for listening. Stay safe. Uh, and thank you for being, uh, let me be your last endorse. you guys later. Yeah. Check it out now, it's like this shawl, it's like that Anna, it's like this shawl, it's like that Anna, like that, check it out now, check it out, it, uh, This one right here is about a girl, and you've seen this girl before if you've been to any club in the whole wide world. Check it out, her nickname's Last Resort, see her in the corner with a plastic fork, You see her at the side of your eyes, only girl.